So my question to you is more from that perspective of does acceptance change the nature of suffering? Yeah, it does. It and does. How, how does it do? How and what happens according to you? I think if I have to really reflect further on this transaction that we've been talking about, I think it just it just the fact, I mean, for me, again, I'll go back to the to the place of familiarity and intent. And I think somewhere we both also wanted to do this, right? It was not like you were asking me to do this or vice versa. So that is where I'll go back to the intent, intent part of it. Yeah. So is that the, is that the answer? Because that is beautiful. Because I initially thought it was a, a superficial layer that you were talking about. But actually, if one were to reflect on the word intent itself, yeah. or what it implies, the, the depth of it, is if we if we are confident about our intent itself in any yeah. circumstance, even when we are not dealing with another individual, but just a circumstance. If I want to go somewhere and I'm unable to get a, a public transport, for example, I just my intent is to reach somewhere to, to yeah. whatever it is worth. And I'm just comfortable with the idea, come hell or high water, I am going to reach there. Yeah. Let me just be a little patient because this is a new yeah. value system that comes inside. Okay, let's wait. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. also no. it's a less judgmental perhaps. It is. In fact, uh, you just made me realize something that I experienced two days back when I landed in Mumbai airport. Yeah. It, it will perhaps tie into what, where we are trying to get with time yeah. and patience and letting things happen. Okay? Be. Yeah. Be. Uh, yeah, right. So when I uh, when I decided to be uh, come here to Bombay, a whole lot of tests with RT-PCR and all that. I won't bore you with all those bits. But the, the two things were key. One, I had to do a test 48 hours before I left London. And then I had to do one when I landed at Mumbai airport. Yeah. Okay. So I landed at Mumbai airport, everything done. Um, I had already booked and paid for my RT-PCR. So, so this guy did a nasal swab and it didn't feel right. And I told him, ho gaya kya? he said, ha, ha, madam, ho gaya, aap ab wait kar lo. I said, are you sure? He said, yeah. But there was something that was going at the back of my mind, ki, boss, isne barabar kiya nahi. and I didn't want to be that person telling him how to do his job, if you know what I mean. So I said, okay, chalo, let's just get out of here. I was waiting for a couple of hours. There was no message nothing because they said you will either get a text message or somebody will call your phone or an email and people who were in the same flight with me who came much after me i saw them go leaving the airport and then somebody calls my sister and tells them ki uh, ask her to come back to the testing area because her test has come inconclusive which means i cannot leave the airport oh okay yeah so and in that interim, I sat there thinking of plan A and plan B, thinking, because if your test comes negative, then you have to go and quarantine somewhere. And then I was thinking, what do I do? Where do I stay? Where will I fund this unexpected trip from? I mean, imagine I'll be in a hotel, which is probably an hour's distance away from where my parents live, and I still can't see them. But then I had told myself, okay, one week, 
I can manage this day. I'm carrying my work stuff. There are a couple of books. I'll be all right. I don't know where that sense of calmness came in. Uh, then they called me again. This time they made sure they there was there were two people doing the test properly. You know, there was a nasal test and the throat test. And I'm char bar kiya sab. I said, okay, at least this part was reassuring. Then he said, Madam, sit down. Uh, 24 minutes lagega max. I said, okay, no problem. I was waiting, trying to read, trying not to look at the clock because uh, because the watch that I wore and I came, it, it had stopped. It had stopped at one o'clock and I've not repaired it till now. So there was no watch either, right? And that 24 minutes, Bunty, I was just pacing, trying to keep it really calm, working out the maths in my head. Will they clean my room every day? You name it, right? And then this guy looked at me and he said, minute hai. I said, Koi baat nahi. Like, absolutely no problem. And then he comes after six minutes and says, Sab ho gaya. I said, negative. Hai. He said, Haha, negative. Hai. Abhi tum ja sakte ho, he said, I, at that moment, I would have hugged him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You know me, right? Yeah. I would have hugged him and created a big uh, embarrassing situation for him in front of his. And these were what boys about 18 or 20 years of age, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so then I just had a, I, for some reason, I bought a spare packet of chocolates, which I never do. <coughs> I just picked it up and I gave it to him and I said, Rakhlo up. He said, nahi, I can't accept it. I said, nahi, yaar, rakhlo, abhi late ho and I just gave it to him and I, and I exited the airport. But I felt so good because I was not getting angry. I wasn't getting impatient. I was not stressed. But at the back of my mind, I was working. How will I manage this? If at all, it has meant to be this, which means I'll have to extend my stay by another week, which I'm willing to do. Because I still had the options to do it, which yeah. again goes back to my sense of gratitude that mm -hmm. if things had gone the other way around, I could have just put the entire expense on a credit card yeah. and still stayed back and gone back to my family after seven days and then flown back to London, maybe in the first or second week of February and I was fine to doing that. Sorry, that was another longish answer, Bandi. No, no, that is, that is beautiful. <laughs> One interesting, one actually two interesting things that came up for me in that answer. One was uh, a question that I'll come to about that. Uh, mm. the, first, the second part first. Uh, there is this sense of uh, um, the mind being free because it is it is not stressed out. So it's able to uh, bring in all those calculations that you mentioned. Hmm. Otherwise, you're just, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? This shouldn't happen. And uh, I've been waiting for so long. So two years I've been talking about it. All kinds of things keep happening. Uh, thankfully, the mind is free. A lot of people do not understand uh, the, the positives of meditation are quite practical because they hmm. really free your mind of Unnecessary things. Obviously, we are still in nascent stages of understanding. So thoughts do uh, yeah. play their own part. 
So this was one uh, thing that resonated with me that yes, I find uh, so there's this t-shirt legend that goes calm is a superpower. So it is indeed a superpower because you're able to then utilize this mind space. The question I have for you is, you said, I don't know how it happened. Uh, but meanwhile, uh, when you decided to uh, talk about what you've been doing in the last one and a half years, uh, I know that you've been meditating a bit. Besides, uh, you've also picked up these subjects of understanding the mind. And uh, I think it also helps you distance yourself from yourself a bit. These kind of learnings. Yeah. They, they tell you these are patterns of thought. And anybody who has these patterns of thought will have these kind of results, which is very close yeah. to what we do in our meditation as well. Yeah. We're trying yeah. to learn. The, the names may differ and the times and uh, all kinds yeah. of things may differ, but it's actually the same thing. Same thing. Why yeah. would you say suddenly, how did it happen? I think you've been practicing a bit of it because without that, suddenly one day we don't become very calm. And yeah. So what do you have to say about the practice part of it? How important is it? And how much have you been able to uh, do it or not do it? What happens? Um, yeah, I think that was a bit frivolous, frivolous to say how it happened. I, th I think it's also because you... It's also because uh, you only sense how you are in a, in, a, in a stressful situation like what I went through. Yeah. When you come out of it on the other side. And that's the reason because... I'm not this person that I used to be. I mean, we know each other for over 20 years now. Yeah. Right. And I would have had the choicest of words yeah. and I would have just blown apart everything, which I did. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So coming to your practice, right? So I have been fairly consistent in my practice. I wouldn't say every day. Fairly consistent. It's been more sporadic, sometimes even during the day, maybe once or twice more during the day, but shorter duration. Um, having said that, I did my fifth 10-day course last year in July. Okay. And it felt like I was doing it for the first time all over. And like you said, it's very nascent stage. And maybe you have to even compare yourself with the number of years that you've been practicing. I felt like this was a whole new thing. Yeah. And at the same time, there was also this feeling that there's a reason why they say you practice every day and you attend a course once a year because yeah. it's so easy to forget everything. It's so easy. Truly. I think the... So, yeah, I would say practice is key. Yeah, the beauty is that wisdom is not forever. It has to be no. again and again, again and again. Yeah. Would you say it's like muscle memory? <laughs> I would say that could be a fallacy that we have because we keep thinking that it is, it's going to just arise on its own. But you have to really, like any subject that requires mastery. Uh, today, uh, you run a business. Uh, you've learned counseling over the last, uh, I think, three years or two and a half years in various forms uh, before picking up this lengthier course. I think you've spent time, you've, uh, even at, in our schools, when we had a subject, you had to do homework, you had to do classwork, you had to yeah. do assignments, you had to get together with other people and give combined and individual tests and all kinds of things used to happen. So even then, which is a very uh, 
superficial learning of any subject for that matter because it's only bookish knowledge that you are referring to requires a lot of work why would self analysis or self introspection be become so easy a lot of people uh, day before we i met a new meditator for the first time he said an interesting aspect is that most people think that you close your eyes and you become like the buddha you don't <laughs> he was talking about he said i have done two courses but i will not count the first course because i actually did nothing because i just came out and i was happy and for the next few months i was on a high and then just let go of the entire learning it's only when i did my second course i decided to pick it up as a subject and follow it and i think there is a beautiful lesson in there that anything worth pursuing is going to take a lot of time and effort it's yeah. not going to be one of the miraculous things that some of us may be lucky but i think most of us will have to struggle and reach the point of wisdom and it's very hard on it cannot even come from the discourses that you hear or you go and attend a 10 day however difficult it is no but none of these and other techniques also exist there are people who follow the bhakti marg who are like uh, worshiping a certain deity even there the sense of surrender takes many many years most of the time yeah. i have hardly known hardly known i think one odd person from close quarters who i have seen who succeeded even on that path which seems easier because it has singing and dancing and all kinds of things happening it doesn't work like that so my understanding is without any effort trying to uh, seek results even in a case of you are sitting at the airport where everything happens uh, independent of you because it's such a big setup yeah so it's such a big setup so you are you are dependent on everybody else even if you were not having the problems that you had you have to wait for the cab if the cab is booked it has to come on time your luggage has to arrive on time you have to put so there is no no part of the setup that is dependent really on you you can only arrive yourself and hopefully be healthy enough to reach yeah. back home yeah. there are days when i'm sure we had some kind of journeys which are difficult and you are not even feeling up to it once you breathe no. you just want to crash and say that's it i don't want to talk to anybody irrespective of the fact so that is one aspect uh, one uh, last aspect that i want to bring up uh, you've been uh, talking about this the earlier me would have been like this the earlier me would have been like that how do you forgive somebody like that and then what is the point that you tell yourself to uh, i have my own answer but i would want to know what is your thought process about this how do you make peace with this is who i was um i don't know i mean i'm not sure if there is any forgiving involved in that process i mean i'm being honest here since you're asking me yeah. because i'd like to believe that most of the things that happened well most of them were out of sheer ignorance it was uh-huh. not deliberate you know i mean imagine if you knew what you were doing and you were still that still you were doing that would be terrible isn't it that's when you don't forgive yourself yeah but when i reflect back on my life beyond these 7 years up until 2015 i don't think uh, there is there are 
I don't think I'll. There is anything for me to say. You did this terrible thing. Please forgive yourself. Okay, in my close relationships, I would have said things that I don't mean, which I think most people do. You know, give and take happens whether it's close relationships or marriage or mm -hmm. your children or parents or your in-laws, your outlaws, whatever, right? Barring that, I don't really see that phase of mine as somebody who deserves a lot of forgiveness. I would say more of acceptance because that's what led to where I am today. Yeah. And the beauty is because you use the, the, the right words to express yourself. Uh, a new <coughs> thought came to me. Uh, Come on. Yeah, I'm telling you, it is like ignorance is uh, wisdom waiting to arrive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We may not realize it then, but without that ignorance and yeah. uh, at some point the acceptance of that ignorance, there is yeah. no way you will arrive at a point where something good is going to come out of that aspect of yourself. Yeah. That's, a, that's something I have not you know, connected before. One knows, mm. usually one has always thought of that. Oh, I was ignorant and uh, mostly it felt that you were letting yourself. Um, I have a friend who has this self-detesting uh, attitude and I keep saying, it's okay, it's okay, it doesn't matter. But she keeps saying this. So she says, do you think I'm letting myself free uh, very easy? I said, but if not you, then who? Because the world is anyway going to judge you at some point of time and the maybe rightly or wrongly is a different matter. So you've got to be kind to yourself and move on. Whatever has happened anyway can't be changed. Yeah. See, I think that is where uh, the whole thing of of not not having to... I mean, I, I think it was you, you had this uh, status on WhatsApp, I think, which said about all you have to do is not react. So when you, the more you think about it, you realize that's the most difficult thing to do. You either react inward or you react outward. So the very little chances that you will not react either ways. So reacting inward is probably a step, step better, but you're still reacting inwardly, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we've been too wise on this chat. It seems a little unbelievable that both of us talk wise things. But it's been very nice because I think the nascent vulnerability through this whole aspect of wisdom also that we are unsure, but we've stumbled upon something. Even while you are revealing certain things about yourself, you have this smile, which is like, I don't know where the hell did it come from. But I'm grateful that it happened to me and this experience has happened the way it has. But finally, it's just about that. Yeah, I am I'm grateful to be in the right place at the right time, to know the right things. That sense was very apparent in your answers and that smile that you had. Okay, somebody somewhere has blessed me with the right kind of attitude and the circumstances perhaps. Uh, besides which, of course, the values that you cover uh, of uh, both, I think, humility, the, the calmness during the fear and the doubt, because the fear and the doubt are real real issues that we all have. Uh, while you uh, told that second longish answer story, 
i think it was still necessary because it kind of brought in the aspect of how much fear and doubt in those 24 minutes must have crossed and every oh, time yeah. you have to remind yourself that is what is mindfulness okay no i am supposed to you know do what i have learned in terms of breathing yeah. or whatever i just have to be wait this minute wait this minute wait this minute it's not 24 hours uh, 24 minutes of calmness it's every minute every second you every say it's okay second. Yeah. just let's wait let's wait let's see what happens <laughs> yeah and i think uh, that is something that is not spoken about uh, even to us by ourselves we need to give ourselves a bit of credit in trying these things in circumstances that are completely beyond our control uh, most of them are <laughs> actually so you actually got me there because that's another thing that i have accepted i wouldn't say learned because i was always aware of it Like being aware and being accepting us to different things, right? Yeah, yeah. There's only so much I can do in any given situation, and beyond that, I just have to let go. And it doesn't come easy. And perhaps you know, stepping back, uh, I didn't really, I didn't really, Bunty, allow myself too much of excitement and happiness that I'm going to meet my parents. I just went with the flow because I thought. there is something that still has to happen in the last bit so let me not explode with happiness because you never know what's going to happen so perhaps there was a part of me that also held back and i feel quite nice about it actually this because is... i called you only when i landed here didn't i yeah i think this fact of being unsure is something i would want to end this uh, part at because this is something that most people don't understand sorry about the noise yeah no, not at all i think most of us think that being confident and being sure of what is is the answer but it doesn't work like that most of the time it's good to be unsure this moment included uh, if we cannot control the noise around ourselves we cannot you can't do much about no. it but the no. only thing we can definitely control or at least accept or be aware of is be alert to the fact that okay things are not happening the way i want but let's just see what happens the answer is continue yeah. yeah and the fact that you are even having that insight is being mindful enough right that awareness that ye ho nahi raha hai this is not happening and you realize what's happening in your mind and body and your thoughts as okay. what's happening or not happening i think that's that's good by that in itself is good isn't it true true so wonderful learnings wonderful chatting up with you it's like always i think we can go on for hours but i will uh, want to stop here because there's quite a bit of food for thought for our audience thank you so much i see you around soon i know thank you for having me again thanks bunty bye okay.